Hello, hello. I am doing a drive-by podcast. I have to do it now because if I don't, I will forget uh, what I was thinking. So I want to talk for a minute about the difference between motivation and commitment because as I just tweeted today, what is this, Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday. Um, Motivation is fleeting and not just for ADHD people. It's just fleeting for humans. And so I personally am betting on commitment because I think commitment uh, matters more than motivation, frankly. So let me tell you a story about why I started thinking about this. A couple weeks ago, I got an email in my inbox and I forget what the subject line said, but it was from one of these home organization guru bloggers that like she has a really big following and people just adore her. And I forget what the subject said, but it had something to do with how to get motivated to clean your house when you're feeling stuck. And I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, why am I even opening this? But I just had to see what it said. So I clicked on it and it was interesting because it was not what I expected. It was a list of ways to start cleaning. And yes, there was a little sales pitch at the end for her group program. But um, this is what I thought was kind of cool about it. And I actually liked it. Um, Everything on the list of how to get started, like with cleaning, was sort of a pivot point, a point of engagement, um, as Russell Ramsey from UPenn would call it. Um, It wasn't just like, clean your kitchen counter. It wasn't like that. It was very specific. So instead of saying just clean your counter, she actually said, grab a paper towel and some all-purpose cleaner. This very specific starting point appealed to me as a person with sometimes limited executive function. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is one of the things. Like, <laughs> like if someone says to me, clean, clean the bathroom, it's almost, it's not specific. And if I tell my son to clean his room, it's not specific and he doesn't often know where to start. So I have to be very specific. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. This email is perfect for ADHD people. This is the deal. You can't get motivated to do something with ADHD. Um, you can't get motivated to clean or whatever. It's not like you can, like, putting on a new pair of underwear. Like, oh, I'm going to put on my motivated panties now and <laughs> clean because I want to. Um, and motivation sort of comes and goes. And that is normal, as I said at the beginning, for all people. <laughs> motivation comes and goes. And um, I remember, I had, I have to look this up, but I remember reading once on James Clear's website, he put something, something to the effect of motivation comes as a result of action. It doesn't come before the action. And I was just writing last week, I wrote an email to my list about how I have to remove friction from starting. And my example was that I no longer (laughs) wear pants that I have to zip or button. I wear pull on gym pants, like athleisure all the time because that removes the friction to getting dressed. So at least I'll change my pants instead of wearing the same pants for four days in a row. So my point here is that James Clear, I I actually had thoughts like James Clear and I'm very impressed with myself, but the motivation, it, it comes as a result of action, as a result of removing friction. It doesn't come before. And we often we often tell ourselves that if we didn't do the thing, it was because we weren't motivated. Um, and we tend to 
in ADHD land, we talk about getting started or task initiation as an executive function. We call it activation, but we always talk about this, this activation task initiation as, as something we need motivation to do. Like the motivation comes before we take the action. For example, people will say things like, gosh, I hope I have the motivation to work out tomorrow. Or, oh, I did not have the motivation to go to the grocery store. And I kind of think that's part of the problem, not just for ADHD people, but that's part of the problem. If we think the motivation has to come first before we do anything, you know, it's going to be a lot harder since it's so fleeting. What we really need is more momentum and more commitment. So once you're already in motion, um, once you're grabbing a paper towel, say, it's much easier to just go ahead, spray the counter and do it, right? (laughs) ADHD causes a lot of inertia. It's very hard for us to take that first action. And our brains are, I mean, really powerful. Our, Our brains can convince us that doing this thing requires energy and maybe gosh, maybe I don't know what the first thing is. Maybe I don't know that I should grab the paper towel first. Um, And that's kind of scary. And maybe I should just not. Like, I'll I'll stay in this contemplation of cleaning the counters forever. And then when we don't clean the counters, we start to sort of, in our heads, the self-talk, we start to berate ourselves. I didn't have the motivation. I did not have the motivation to clean those counters. The ADHD won. That's one of my worst. I hate it when I hear people say that. The ADHD won no, it didn't. You just didn't have the momentum. You weren't committed. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to step off my soapbox about this, but you don't need motivation. You need to be committed. And I'm going to tell you why. Like I said, I've been thinking about this. Um, Commitments are personal. Commitments are like promises you make to yourself. And they're really, really hard to go back on. Commitments are things you show up to and you do it. Like you do the thing even when you don't want to. For example, um, you would not struggle to feed your three-year-old, would you? Because you're pretty committed to parenting. Every person I know who has children is committed to parenting. So if you need to feed your three-year-old and you don't feel like feeding your three-year-old, you're, you're still going to get up off the couch right? You're going to go in the kitchen. You're going to look around, maybe open the fridge. Oh, look, there's some leftover mac and cheese. Hold it up. The three-year-old shakes their head. So look at this as a commitment, you know, even if it's just something like wiping down your kitchen counters, okay? Let's apply this framework of commitment to ourselves. (laughs) Apply it to you. Commit to doing things that actually matter. Instead of waiting for the motivation, or berating yourself when you don't have the motivation and you can't activate. Commit to doing what matters. Make promises to yourself. And when you're trying to start something, take a moment to think about it. How you might start. Maybe having a set time and place. That also creates momentum. Like I was saying, you need momentum to cue you to action. You know, is there some physical movement? Do you need to literally take your hand and touch it (laughs) to start? Um, Map out some kind of behavioral script. Make a decision about what that first tiny step is. Say, grabbing the paper towels to clean your kitchen counter. Um, 
So just commit to taking that first action instead of committing or like instead of waiting for the motivation and hoping that you can do it, commit to taking that action, grabbing the paper towels. So what's the next tiny action? Mm, Probably looking for some kind of cleaning spray or something, or maybe just some soap, you know, commit to taking the first action, commit to taking maybe another action. You're making, you're generating momentum here. Maybe commit to cleaning for one minute. (laughs) Look at your progress. I don't know how big your kitchen is, but if I clean for a minute, I'm a good three quarters of the way around my kitchen counters. You might be able to finish your entire kitchen in two or three minutes and then it's done. And you, you didn't wait for motivation. You just committed to taking a tiny step. You made a little promise to yourself to grab the paper towel. I believe you can do this, and I don't believe it necessarily will work every single time, but I want you to think about getting things done in terms more of commitment than motivation. Because if you're waiting around for motivation and it doesn't happen, you know, that inner voice is going to come out again. So when you're committed, you won't give up as easily. And when you do screw up, because you're committed, like I've done that thing before where I forgot to feed my kid. It'll be like seven o'clock at night and my kid's like, mom, I'm hungry. Oh, yes. You want to eat something? I mean, I made a mistake. So what? I made a mistake. I'm still committed to taking care of my kid. All right. So let's stop waiting for motivation. Let's stop feeling guilty when we can't do everything. Let's stop feeling angry or upset with ourselves or a sense of shame when we don't feel motivated. And instead, let's put our energy into committing to do what we can, when we can. And let's not wait for the motivation to strike. Please don't wait for the motivation to strike. Oh, oh, I'm sitting in the parking lot of my son's orthodontist, and I think it's time for me to go in. So anyway, those are my thoughts today on commitment versus motivation. I should probably write something down, but that feels like a monumental task, and I don't have the, I don't... I don't have the, uh, what's it called? The momentum right now to do it. So anyway, let's talk about this. I don't know. Send me emails, healthyadhd at gmail.com. Let's talk about commitment um, and check out the Enclave because we have conversations about this all the time, about commitment, about motivation, about productivity, whatever the hell that means. And it's really awesome. Have a great day. And if your holiday season, you know, if you're into that whole thing, I hope your holiday season is, ugh. Okay. Yeah, I got to go in now. Bye.